What is up, freaks? It's your boy Marty Ben here to introduce this rabbit hole recap rip. It was a fun one. We didn't have a lot on the list, but we were reminiscing. We were shooting the shit with the people in the comment section, the live chat. My dad makes an appearance to give us a weather update from the Philadelphia area. Some trucks in the background towards the end. It was a great rip. I'm feeling I'm feeling very uh, very content with the content that was just produced, and it was brought to you by our good friends at the motherfucking Cash App. Cash App's help you stack sets, send sets, receive sets, and sell sets if you so please. You don't have to, but it's available. We're saying sats, 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 because sats are the standard. There's a hundred million sats and one whole Bitcoin. You don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin, but you can stack whole sats instead. Cash App makes it very easy. You can DCA in the sats. You can buy daily, weekly, or bi-weekly. Set it and forget it. Make it as easy as possible. The Cash App also has their boost program, which allows you to get a personalized debit card that's accepted anywhere Visa's accepted. Connects to your Cash App. And they have partner merchants and special deals that if they're initiated and uh, you go use your, your cash card... <clears throat> Uh, with the boost enabled, you're going to get cash back or sats back. Sometimes you can get sats back. Cash app can even be your bank account. They're offering account numbers and routing numbers for you freaks. Get your paychecks direct deposited into the app and become your bank account if you want. Go check it out if you haven't already. Use the code stacking sats when you download the cash app. That's going to get you $10, and $10 is going to go to our good friends at Owls Lacrosse. That's Owls Lacrosse. Owls lacrosse. This rip was also brought to you by our very good friends at Unchained Capital. Unchained Capital. Doing incredible things in Texas, but beyond Texas as well. I just want to take a moment here. I talk about what Parker's did, did last week in Texas. I saw firsthand. Just, Unchained is out there. Some of the best advocates for Bitcoin that we could ever ask for in the Bitcoin community. And not only that, they're bringing dope-ass products to market as well. And the one we're here to talk about today is their multi-sig volt product. You don't want to have single points of failure. If you're a Bitcoiner, the single points of failure come in many forms, whether it be uh, a third-party custodian, an exchange where you just keep your Bitcoin there and you you trust that they're not going to lose it. Uh, that's a single point of failure. Not even only use it, but not allow you to access it one day. Uh, another single point of failure is a single... Uh, a single key wallet where you only have that one wallet with uh, the one private key associated with it. And if you somehow lose that wallet, if it's a hardware wallet or a software wallet or a paper wallet and you lose the backup to that wallet, you're shit out of luck. That is why Unchained Capital is here with their their multi-sig Volt product to help mitigate that risk of single points of failure. And the way it works is uh, you set up a two or three multi-sig. I think you can even do M N of M as well. You can, you can go beyond two or three if you really want to, but two or three, we'll just keep it simple here for the ad read. You hold two keys, Unchained holds one key. You hold two keys, Unchained holds one key. So that means that you always have sovereignty over your funds. If you have control of the two keys, you can move your UTXOs out of the vault whenever you see fit, whenever tickles your fancy. Uh, however, if you're ever in a pinch, you only have one key, you're only able to access one key, and you want to move some UTXOs, Unchained is there to be that second in the two or three multi-sig. And again, we're shilling this because they have their white glove concierge service. There's a special, 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 special $50 off 
offer for you freaks if you tell them that TFTC sent you. Use the code TFTC when you're using the, uh, the concierge service, when you're signing up for it. And what it comes with is they're going to have multiple video conference calls with you to get you comfortable with multi-sig in general with their Vault product specifically. Uh, they're going to send you hardware wallets. They're going to get you comfortable setting up a private public key pair and then backing up that private key and make sure that you're making sure that it is secure. Uh, and then obviously you're going to set up your vault, your two or three multi-sig. They're going to help you make sure that you, you secure the derivation path data and, and, and uh, back that up as well. And then at the end of the day, you're going to dump a thousand dollars worth of cut bucks into the vault. White glove concierge service. They're going to be wearing that white glove. They might even wipe your ass again, $50 off for you freaks. If you tell them the TFTC set and you use a promo code TFTC. What else do I have to say? They have great content as well. They're all killing it. They're building a monster team over at Unchained Capital. I spent a lot of time with the Unchained team during the BitBlock boom weekend. And I can't speak highly enough of the individuals involved in that, that company and the products and content that they're putting out. They're going to do incredible things. They already have done incredible things. That, and they only got more coming. Last week they announced that they added... they. Uh, acquired Jeff Vandrews Keykeeper IRA product, and they're going to be building out a suite of retirement products for Bitcoiners too. Uh, that's something I personally have been waiting for, and, and they're delivering. Unchained's delivering. Go check out everything they have to offer at unchained-capital.com. That's unchained-capital.com. Last but not least, this rip was brought to you by our good friends at Brains. 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 Brains is a team behind Slushpool. They're a team behind uh, the Brains OS Plus firmware, which allows you to stack more sats with your hash. And we're going to focus on a little bit of both of those today. All right. So Brains, again, is the company behind Slushpool, the oldest running mining pool in the world, founded in 2010 with over 1.25 million Bitcoin mined in its lifetime. They've been operating Slushpool since 2013. This is Brains. They, they acquired a stake in Slushpool and took in 2013 and then took it over fully uh, last summer, I believe. They're always working on improvements such as the big upgrade that dropped earlier this summer, which includes ultra-flexible payouts that can be either time-based or threshold-based, mining reward splitting for automatically distributing rewards to multiple wallets, and of course, dark theme. Excuse me for a little coughing break here. <coughs> Back to the read. Brains is a Bitcoiner company. I can confirm this. Through and through, they're a Bitcoiner company, and they're working on some of the most unique and cutting-edge projects in the mining industry, including the Brains OS Plus auto-tuning firmware and Stratton B2, which is the mining protocol that will help distribute mining to more individuals or the, the block construct, all that. It's going to help make mining pools more distributed. That's all you need to know. They're hiring. They're hiring, freaks. If you're a Rust developer, a systems programmer, or if you have experience with embedded devices, there may be a place for you to join the team at Brains. That's B-R-A-I-I-N-S. Check out brains.com slash careers to see the open positions and submit an application. And freaks, I'm not lying. I only like to align with advertisers whose products I trust, I have used, and who align with the Bitcoin ethos. Cash App, Unchained, Brains here. Check all the boxes. Brains would be an incredible team to work for. If I could code, I'd, I'd be going after this job. If I could code, it was like looking for employment. As for the question, when, what's minor? The answer is still soon, TM. But the team is making steady progress, and Brains OS Plus is running smoothly on some machines in the Brains office, on some what's minor machines. It's a very 
encouraging to see. Meanwhile, Jan, who was on TFTC episode number 73, along with Pavel, has been grinding away at adding support for the Antminer X19 generation. And that is now progressing into private testing. That's pretty good. That's a good sign. That means at least some models for the X19 generation will be supported before what's minor, but no exact ETA yet on the public release. Currently supported devices are the Antminer S9, S9i, S9j, as well as the S17, S17t, excuse me, S17 Plus. That's a plus, not a T, Marty. Come on. You're 30. You should know this. S17 Pro, T17 Plus, T17 and the other ones added this summer, the S17e and T17e. Public service announcement. If you're using the Brains OS Plus firmware, it's compatible with any mining pool. You don't have to point your hash at slush pool. You can point at any pool you want. There's a misnomer out there. That if you're running the firmware, you have to point at slush pool. You don't have to. But if you do want to, you're going to get 0% pool fees, which is a pretty good deal. If you want to get unique insights on the Bitcoin mining industry, along with updates on the Brains OS Plus firmware, Stratum V2, and all other brains projects check out the brains blog at braiins.com slash blog and follow the lesser known we're trying to pump this this twitter account at brains underscore systems b-r-a-i-i-n-s underscore systems follow that twitter account the team is posting deep dive threads on various mining topics enjoy this rip freaks i know i certainly did You've had a dynamic where money's become freer than free. If you talk about a Fed just gone nuts, all, all the central banks going nuts. So it's all acting like safe haven. I believe that in a world where central bankers are tripping over themselves to devalue their currency, Bitcoin wins. In the world of fiat currencies, Bitcoin is the victor. I mean, that's part of the bull case for Bitcoin. If you're not paying attention, you probably should be. What is up, freaks? We're recording. We're not live yet. Neither is the uh, the live podcast from Bitblock Boom. <laughs> a lot of you are waiting for that. Um, I had freaks reaching out if I was okay because because we didn't have an RHR and there was no dispatch or like Matt's in the gulag. Matt did not get sent to the gulag. Yeah. What is up, freaks? On the live stream, Matt and I were just discussing. I know a lot of you are. are clamoring for the bitblock boom live episode recording on the podcast feed believe me i want it there as well trying to hunt down the audio uh file so that we can do that if you can't wait it is on youtube matt and i were just discussing uh the audio quality is not as good as it is here on tftc but it is manageable uh i think is is the correct way to put it what a weekend, man. We were just saying it was so great to see each other. We I love were... Bitblock Boom. Bitblock Boom is a special event. It really is. Shout um, out to Gary and the rest of the team. I met his I met his wife too, his lovely wife. She's, she's a sweetheart. She finally it was her first Bitblock Boom four years in. And I think she gets it. I think she gets why her husband uh, uh, is out there working hard putting together a conference for, for this weird internet money. Um, I'm retweeting it from the podcast account right now, but I, I think He's just doing a personal text. Uh, rehash from the weekend. I left you at like 4.30 a.m. Sunday morning. I had to catch yeah. a flight at 8.30 that morning. Yeah, I, it was a fun night. It was a very fun night. Uh, however, I, I, this is, I, I just want to brag about 
my travels that morning. I, I went, my phone was dead. So I had to walk back to the hotel. I forget, I think I didn't know where we are. I just remember like walking around aimlessly at one point at like 4.45. Being like, oh, because I wasn't staying at the conference hotel. I had to find my hotel. Finally made it. My phone was dead. And I planned to um, plug it in for like 10 minutes, let it come back alive. Then I was going to set my alarm for, I was going to get three hours of sleep uh, or two and a half hours of sleep, whatever it was. Uh, completely just passed out immediately. Luckily, my brother, um, who was at the conference, uh, he we shared a hotel room. And my wife, being the anal retentive uh, travel uh, czar that she is. Being a fantastic wife is what you meant to say. Yes, being a fantastic wife. Knew I was probably going to be in a rough spot. Luckily, she was able to call my brother. He woke me up at 7.15. I made it to the airport through security for my 8.30 flight. It was a, a big, a big airport win there. Test. What Test. Oh, I thought I heard an echo. Are you sure you're on the same mic? Because the mic just changed like quality. Click the, just tap your mic real quick. It says I don't think on, you're, it says you I'm on, on Roadcaster. It says I'm on Roadcaster, yeah. Okay. What are you freaks hearing? What's the live stream saying? I'm not looking at the live chat. Shame on Ooh, me. Oh, first, first. It was just funny because it changed like right as you were making fun of the the audio quality of the live rip. All right, let me um, fitting to be honest. Let me let me double check. I don't think we're live on Twitter, right? Oh, we are. I mean, there we go. Yeah, worst case scenario, yeah, we are going to download. You sound fine. Okay. I just heard an echo there for a second, but you sound great. All right, good, good. Um, how was your travels home? It was good. I hate traveling nowadays. I like, I mean, I love traveling. I hate flying on commercial airlines. It yeah, just, it feels like you're just completely cattle. It's just the most ridiculous, I don't know. It's just really, in, in, it's infuriating traveling, flying now. I keep saying traveling, I, flying now. And it feels like there's something in the water, in the airports, on the planes, that makes everybody super hyper aggressive these days, especially if you fly like the the Spirit Airlines of the world, which uh, I've experienced the last couple times in Miami. That's the cheapest, most direct flight is from Atlantic City to Miami from uh, Spirit Airlines. And it's just been, ugh. when private planes? Private Citadel planes. Airships. Airships. I like airships. I think Bitcoiners should bring airships back. Okay. Yeah. They never really had their moment, you know? No. We need to bring them back. And have you ever seen, like, the picture of, like, the airplanes in the 70s, people eating, like, full-on five-course meals? But that's because what? that's because back then, like, everything was first class. It was like the poors weren't allowed to fly. <laughs> it's just we lost, like, the middle ground. There should be a... I don't know, without like paying like $6,000 a flight, there should be a, you know, let me pay $800 a flight or something and have like a nice experience. Let me pay 20% premium on coach. Like is first class even worth it? You just That's get what that, I'm saying. that weak little curtain. I don't know if I've ever flown first class. Can't remember. Um, Let's jump into it. I'm a little tired. It's been a long week. I don't know if it's been a long week. It's been a long three weeks. 
Yeah, I'm have, exhausted. I've had a lot of Texas, Jersey, Jersey to Texas, Texas back to Jersey. Um, there's been a lot of things going on in the background for me uh, behind the scenes. Some of that was announced today. We'll get to that. What are you pulling out here? Did you see the Ronin Dojo booth at Bit Black Boom? Yes. They have a straight aluminum case. It's CNC aluminum. It's just like they, it's made out of a single block of aluminum. This thing is so fucking heavy. <laughs> I traveled through this through three airports and they didn't take it away from me. I thought for sure, like, oh, what, what, what why are you just traveling with a, a block of aluminum with a ninja on the front? And they stop you at all with a it? Samurai. What? They stop you at all and say, what is this? Uh, no, I checked it. So they oh. didn't take it from me. No, you're good. Then. You're good. Then. They just put. But every time I took the bag off the carousel i opened it up real quick like in the airport to see if i had to go scream at someone what do you think they're gonna steal your running dojo yeah i would team is if i was a luggage handler if i was a luggage handler i was like oh we can't let that go through i'll take it yeah i need this is there any way could they have backdoored anything in there are you worried about that or is it no just- actually it's only the case all right sweet there's no electronics in it i have to get the electronics yeah i had a, pl- a pleasure meeting zelko he's great Right. Met his wife. Yeah. She's Dream great team. too. Dream team. All in. I um Selko made fun of me afterwards because I had a private conversation with him when I said lightning was a good postmix tool, and then he shamed me on Twitter about my my views on, on mempool congestion and lightning. <laughs> mixing. Mixing first, then lightning. <laughs> All right, let's get into this, freaks. I'm looking at Clark's dashboard, and we're chilling at $49,405. We tried to pump above 50 k during the live stream. We may have done it temporarily, but we're still below. So if you're listening right now, live or recorded, just go auto-stack. Just go auto-stack. Uh, currently, one cuck buck is going to get you 2,024 sats, and the current market cap of Bitcoin is 928 Point eight billion dollars. Did you see a freak watch like two days later and he's like, Matt, when you told me to stack, I still stacked. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> if you're listening to this years from now, <laughs> the year is 2027. You're listening to this random rabbit hole recap from uh, the beginning of September 2021. Stack. I don't care if the price of Bitcoin's 10 million or or 10 bucks. If it's 10 bucks, I hope you're stacking. Uh, and if it, that is the case, the, the U.S. dollar is either completely worthless or Bitcoin has failed. Um, and this is just a, a nice show to laugh at. But I don't think that's going to be the case. We're currently at block height 698,733. We, we already talked about the last difficulty adjustment, which was an upwards difficulty adjustment at 13.2%. Currently 819 blocks away from the next retarget which is estimated to be on september 7th 2021 so today's the second that would be next tuesday day after labor day here in the united states and as of right now the adjustment is estimated to be an upward adjustment of 1.4 percent blocks are coming in on average since the last retarget at nine minutes and 50 seconds so we've had some pretty big adjustments upwards. And as of right now, 817 blocks away, 819 blocks away, excuse me, from the next one. Uh, it, it seems like it's going to be a, a, a relatively small upward adjustment. Maybe hash rates leveling out a little bit after um, machines came on over the last two months. Currently 16,211 transactions in Clark's dashboard. I think that's the highest we've seen it in quite some time here on TFTC. With that being said, uh you're still going to be able to get 
one sat per byte transactions through pretty never not paying one sat per byte again you're katan one shame on you you and katan you're your katan d- disciple now uh, I, I will die on the hill but at least i won't overpay <laughs> samurai unspent capacity back over four thousand bitcoin currently sitting at four thousand ten point three six bitcoin that's almost 200 million just below it at 198.2 million dollars or cuck bucks worth of volume um so yeah there we go that's clark's dashboard we've got some shout outs this week we'll get to those but we're going to start uh where are we starting today getting to the list we had a lot of conversation after you dropped the list the salvador the salvadorian government approves 150 million dollars in the bitcoin trust um so this is uh happened this week it is before they officially launch bitcoin as a legal tender instrument on the seventh coincidentally happening on the day of a difficulty adjustment um and so before that the finance commission of the legislative assembly of el salvador agreed on monday to create a 150 million dollar bitcoin trust to facilitate exchange between bitcoin and u.s dollars in el salvador so pretty big step government putting bitcoin on the balance sheet yeah that makes i mean that makes logical sense to me right yeah i mean they need to have they need to have big if if their if their government wallet automatically converts back and forth they need to have bitcoin yeah yeah they're gonna need um the hard part is going to be balancing it like as people are converting yeah i mean that's especially if, if they get cut off from like the world financial system for adding bitcoin as legal tender yeah i hope they have some good uh good hedging strategies in place wait are you talking you're talking in the chat yeah i am so no, the freaks don't even know which tftc is which i know because i do this so that i can whenever i see a scammer i can remove them from the chat oh. i can't do that from my personal account so for like but you haven't realized but for the last like uh 10 rhrs i've been when i'm in the chat i'm tftc oh, boss boss all right sweet um who is this that one's marty <laughs> uh when does the having stop having an effect um never 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 um yeah so what do you think el salvador bitcoin legal tender next week do you think any countries are going to follow suit quickly that's one thing we surmised when the news first dropped in june uh it's been a few months maybe like if it works well definitely like uh lower gdp lower population countries that maybe don't have a strong currency they have more to gain yeah that's always it's always the challenger challengers whether it's challenger people challenger companies challenger countries it's it's never the the top dogs are never the first movers no and how do we ensure that el salvadorians are utilizing bitcoin in non-custodial fashion because it does seem like they're having a dystopian neutered version of bitcoin thrust well we have on the list you might as well just jump into it uh, the adopting bitcoin lightning summit in el salvador on november 16th oh and the lineup is absolutely fire um so we need more of that you know we need positive education we need open source tools an education that's focused on El Salvador for those tools um, and private companies, private companies that care about privacy and sovereignty 
um, rather than the government wallet to give people options. Um, we've talked about this in the past, but you know, unfortunately, the biggest issue here is going to be that the El Salvador, the Salvadorian Bitcoin strategy from the government is basically the CBDCB strategy, um, which is digitize everyone's transactions, um, be able to track everything, be able to seize at will and have just a ton of information on, on all of their financial transactions that are happening um, by their citizens. Um, it is slightly better because it is also interoperable with the open monetary network that is Bitcoin, right? Like if it was just a straight CBDCB wallet that, you know, you wouldn't have that option. But uh, the negatives still stand. Besides, you don't have the negative of like inflation because you have, because it's Bitcoin based, right? Yeah. But the negatives still stand from like a normal CBDCB government currency, government digital currency type of system. Um, so I think what happens is I think on the long-term scale, like people get burned, right? It's the same reason why people realize that PayPal isn't a good way to do business until, you know, when they, when all their money gets frozen and they can't, they can't use it. Yeah. I just hope my, my fear is that the government tries to force them to use Chivo. Um, I hope they're open to. No, they don't have that's the thing, Marty. They don't have to force it, right? It's a it's a story as old as time, right? They they give everyone thirty dollars free worth of Bitcoin if they download this wallet. People love free money. And then they can because they get the benefit of seeing everyone's transactions, they can offer cheaper transactions than any of the private or open source options. Right? Like they can no like a you know, an open source tool, uh Bitcoin Beach Wallet can't compete with transaction fees with the government wallet. If the government wants to subsidize transactions on their wallet, you'll, they'll never be cheaper. Be a premium on privacy. Yeah. Hmm. Has to be expected. Has to be expected. We'll be keeping think, you guys. Did we talk about it? Or maybe it happened and we didn't talk about it because we had the live. The, it, it, the, docu- the diagram leaked. Did yeah, we talk yeah. about that with Athena blockchain? Bitcoin, I, think we, I think we glossed over it. I, I remember mentioning it on oh, stage. Oh, because the chain surveillance companies too? Yeah, they have uh, Cypher and Elliptic, right? Yeah. They're feeding data too. That was just like a leaked document, right? We can't confirm whether or not it's the Correct. exact architecture. But it makes sense because Athena Bitcoin's the one rolling out all the ATMs too. Yeah. Yeah. They're rolling so, out like 300 ATMs throughout the country. Yeah. Chivo. Um, Yes, we'll be we'll be following the El Salvador story as it continues to develop. I think it's encouraging. Um, but again, just waiting with uh, cautiously optimistic that, that things will just take off and Bitcoin will, uh, even if it's attempted to be forced to be used in a certain way, will will find a way. Life, the Bitcoin life boat, will find a way to to get non custodial options into individual El Salvadorian hands. Um, speaking of Bitcoin being integrated, this is something that's been talked about for quite a while. Um, Twitter, uh, adding Bitcoin tipping to their, their app. So it looks like 
couple users have gotten access to a beta version of Twitter that uh, allows you to connect a strike uh, account that will enable you to tip other Twitter users via Bitcoin, uh, via the Lightning Network using the strike app only right now. I think, that, again, it's beta. We've only seen screenshots. I don't know if there's been any official announcement of a partnership. I mean, Dorsey kind of insinuated that it was official on Twitter. Did he? Yeah, because I'm, because I think Gladstein said, I'm sure, because Strike is US only and KYC'd. Um, and, he, and he was like, I'm sure they're looking into having international partners that will do it in other places. And then Dorsey responded, deaf. Okay. Which kind of insinuated the original comment. Yeah. Um, it's actually a little bit less uh revolutionary or groundbreaking than a lot of the headlines would let you believe because if you kyc through twitter and go through their monetization program you can already i think you might have to be a blue check i'm not sure you can already accept tips from like apple pay venmo cash app obviously i'm not sure on the exact list because i've not done that i have no intention of doing that so they just added Strike as a they're adding Strike as a company as well to those payment apps, right? So in that way, they're not treating Bitcoin as like a first class citizen or like a Bitcoin tipping option. It's really just like another bank payment app is supported on Twitter for tipping, and this one just happens to be a Bitcoin first one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's tipping in Bitcoin on Twitter. It's been a big theme throughout at least my experience on Bitcoin Twitter. I mean, we've talked about this before, but I think it bears mentioning uh, back in like the 2014, 2015. Change tip. Days of Bitcoin Twitter. Change tip. It's funny now going like it's searching. I used to love change tip. I did too. Dude. <laughs> it's like funny going and looking at change tip, like change tipping people in like 2015, saying like $10 worth of Bitcoin. Well, it's probably worth like two grand now. The cool part about change tip was, first of all, no KYC, but the cool part about change tip was you could tip them in 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 line right which is what we tried to do at bottle pay before kyc had to be implemented um but you could tip them in line and then so everyone would see it so it would work as like a ratio tweet against like a no corner blue check and then if they don't accept it you get it back so you could like if if like paul krugman was talking shit about bitcoin you'd be like you know shut up paul like have a case of beer on me and send them like 50 dollars worth of bitcoin and then you'd ratio him and then you wouldn't even have to give up the Bitcoin because you knew he wasn't going to go and actually accept it. Right. So it's yeah. a fantastic troll tool. Um, but what I want to see is, is so we have, we have paynims, we have BIP 47 for on-chain Bitcoin transactions, and we have the bolt 12 spec um, for reusable invoices on lightning and both share the same characteristic that you have a privacy preserving text string, just a letters and numbers, in text form that are reusable that don't impact your privacy negatively for being reused or public publicly posted um, and can be shown as a QR code. And if we get those in any service that wants to integrate Bitcoin payments can integrate Bitcoin payments through those two specs without any additional server infrastructure. All they have to do is allow a user to up, upload this text string and they can either show it as a text string that you can copy or a button that you press that opens an app or whatever or they can show a QR code that you scan and they don't need any additional server infrastructure. They don't need any APIs. They don't even have to run nodes and they can integrate sats on their platform. So, I mean, I think that's hopefully the way 
I, I don't really care if Twitter does it or not, but hopefully that's the way a lot of these services go when it comes to integrating uh, sats and Bitcoin. Yeah. And even with that being said, there's already ways to hack it, right? You can put, technically, you can put your pay name, at least the string. in My your- pay name's Odell. I don't even yeah. need to post it. Yeah. You just, uh, it's intuitive. And then, uh, like, lightning address, too. You can put that in your in your bio. If it comes down to a QR code, you could just tweet out a picture of your QR code, pin the tweet. Like, but ways- it's nice if a service just integrates that little upload of a text string. Yeah. So that it's shown in, in like a, in a first class way, you yeah. know, rather than like a hacky kind of way. No, it'd be nice to be able to like pick up a tweet and have like a button. If you use the brave browser, they have the brave tip button. Um, that. What was that? Bra- token. What was that? They, there was a lightning like browser extension that had like the lightning. Tip it was tipping.me had one. Yeah. Tipping.me. They still have it. It still exists. Yeah. But tipping.me is custodial. And it's no KYC, but every custodial service is like, if they consult any lawyers, they're telling them, you got, you got to add KYC. So tipping on me, I love the service. I use the service. I just constantly empty it whenever tips come in, but you know, they're not accepting any new users and it's because of custodial. So like the beauty of, and, and lightning address is cool and you can use it in a non-custodial way. Uh, but the majority of people are going to use it in a custodial way. Like LN t- Transaction Bot, if you have a wallet on LN Transaction Bot, which is custodial, your username at LN Transaction, LNTXBot.com is your Lightning address. Um, so it's a good stopgap. In the meantime, it's there, it works, it's human readable. Um, but to me, like Bolt 12 is a, is a, is a Lightning native protocol. You know, BIP47 is a Bitcoin native protocol. You don't need additional servers. Um, you just need that text string. Yeah. So, so that to me uh, is like the holy grail of Bitcoin integrations. Like if, if we can have that, then, you know, integrating sats into your product is as easy as, you know, two hours of, of, of code. Yeah. Like I, it should be like blue wallet where you have, they have their custodial lightning wallet, but you have the opportunity to put your Ellen, uh, Ellen D hub, uh, string in there and then you just connect it to your node it should be that simple for what for twitter Lightning address yeah or just for twitter integrate like imagine yeah i mean so so the future marty is like you open up moon or you open up uh phoenix or you open up breeze or something like a self-custody lightning wallet and when you generate an invoice instead of that invoice being a one-time only it's your bolt 12 reusable invoice and then you can just share that QR code or the text and anyone can reuse that over and over again. But you don't have the negatives of reusing a Bitcoin address where everything is visible on chain and you have an obvious trail of, of money. Um, so that's that's the goal with Bolt 12. C-Lightning is already integrating it in beta, I believe. Um, hopefully we see more apps follow suit. I think it could happen sooner rather than later if, if, if the demand is there. And I believe the demand is there. I think it's a very important use case and you get other benefits besides the fact that it's reusable invoices um but that actually reminds me so did you participate in casino night at epic black boom mm-hmm. so gary killed it he had this casino night uh that i thought was like gonna be like i love you gary i thought it was gonna be kind of shitty because it was like <laughs> with fake it was with fake money he like used like bit block boom bucks that you could then convert into raffle tickets to win prizes mm-hmm. um but it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed it 
um, our, our uh, dealer at the blackjack table was this lovely woman. I'm not going to dox her name, but I do remember it. Um, she, I was like, can we tip you in Bitcoin? She had no idea what Bitcoin was, right? She had an iPhone. She was at 2% battery life. And we, I, we got her to download Moon Wallet with two U's. And everyone at the table tipped her in Bitcoin, both on-chain and Lightning, in a, in a relatively self-custody, trust-minimized way. And she still had 1% battery life left, which was like the greatest Bitcoin onboarding experience I've ever had. That sounds incredible. Well, then we tried to get the craps table dealer to, to accept Bitcoin. He wouldn't do it. Like he's like, ah, I'm, I'm not doing that. But uh, no, it's like, so the 2% battery from zero to accepting on-chain and lightning payments before that phone died with time to spare. Fantastic. It's getting easier, freaks. UX is improving. Yeah, it's going to take time. It's going to take patience. I think that's been the theme of this podcast for the last four years is patience. We've been talking about all this stuff, uh, visualizing what may come. It seems like things are coming together. Uh, I will say, though, uh, the casino night, even though it was like bit block boom bucks it's hilarious how like the human psychology works it's like just trying to like accumulate chips like it uh you still even though it was fake money you literally didn't put up anything uh well, you can buy back in yeah you can buy back in but it was uh they gave you like 25 dollars worth of credits it's hilarious how it was like it was literally worth nothing other than raffle tickets to potentially get you donated gifts and you were just like fuck I hate that I lost that hand. There's something about like the psychology of that that uh, was fascinating to experience in real time. I had to like literally uh, take a deep breath and be like, "This is this is not worth anything. Like, why am I getting pissed at this?" Uh, oh no, I, I, we had a great my table. I I walked in and there was just like there's there's this table of young plebs and I just sat down and we just fucking went for it for like what was it like two hours or something? I never left the table. Yeah, I came in for the last hour and I played blackjack for like that was fun. 30 minutes and then Kelly Lannon and uh and Grant from 1031 were teaching me how to play craps. Craps is still no idea what's going on in that game. No idea. My table was Young Lurk. Uh I don't know his I don't know his Nick, Don, um Nick Can't Mine, Tyler, Casey. And I'm forgetting one and Dylan. Dylan LeClaire. It was a fucking fire table. Yeah. It was a fire, fire weekend. Again, next year it's going to be in Austin. Does it lose its luster in Austin next year in June? I hope not. I don't think it will. I'm very happy it's happening in Austin because I'll be able to sleep in my own house. Um, yeah, it is going to happen. In Austin. I, he, I think he said he was going to go bigger. I, I hope it's not too much bigger. Right. That's a bit. That's the beauty of Bitblock Boom. Gary, if you're listening. I'm sure you're on vacation right now. I hope you are at least. That, the intimacy of Bitblock Boom and the camaraderie, especially if you've been go- like I've this, I've gone four years in a row, and it's just same faces, same people. I know it's like a family reunion. It's not really yeah. a conference. Yeah, it's um, it's a great vibe. There's no shit coinery, obviously, and it's just like hardcore Bitcoiners. Um, and it's a very Philadelphia the 1775 vibe. Lobby con 
right. it's probably nothing like 1776 or 1775, but it's fucking hilarious. Just like in the lobby of the Marriott, just constantly just Bitcoiners drinking, talking Bitcoin. Yeah, shilling. <laughs> that was another funny uh, story, apparently. Um, the list isn't that long, so we can we can go off. Yeah, we're just shooting the shit about Bit Black Boom. Um, so apparently, uh, uh, Will Cole made me aware of this, but it, did you notice there was like an orthodontist uh, conference going on at the same time on the other was side? Was it really? Yeah, well, apparently they do it every year at the same week. There was last year. I remember the orthodontist. They were there year. again this year, and apparently a couple of them came up. Uh, it's like Will Cole and them are like, yeah, we were here last year. We bought Bitcoin and we're very happy. Like, <laughs> we're, we're, awesome. we're shilling the orthodontist of the world too. I guess hmm. last year was the first time they were the same time because we were at the other Marriott the years, the two years before that. That's yep. That's something I noticed too. I was like walking. I was like, the conference wasn't here last year, wasn't like because they closed. The same owner owns both, and he closed one of them because of COVID and yeah. just consolidated into a single one. Yeah. Um, we have Justin uh, in the comments mentioning October Bit Devs, uh, which is happening the same weekend as the same week as Austin's F1 in Austin, um, which I will be I will be I will be there for that. We'll be doing an in-person RHR that's not at a conference for the first time in quite some time. That'll be, you know, Austin Bit Devs is like what is like two hundred people now. Yeah, it's getting <laughs> and Unchained is um, might as well be a conference. Unchained's getting new offices from what I hear, so I think the capacity will be opening up. Baller. Yeah. Um, shout out to Parker Lewis. I mean, I tweeted this out earlier this week, but honestly, like, it's an earnest recognition I love that dude. of how hard that dude grinds, um, especially in Texas. Like he, the Wednesday night before the conference, we were down in Houston, a Bitcoin meetup, but it was really like shilling bitcoin to oil and gas industry him and alex lacrosse that dirtbag al uh, are running that meetup and uh just through a great event it was at this really cool car garage uh they did a bit of a socratic seminar they talked about some topics and then they had a panel discussion about mining um woke up the next morning drove to dallas before bit block boom gave like a huge presentation which you wound up it was the same presentation he gave at the conference um with a little twist on it like pitching high net worth individuals and he's just like non-stop grinder always orange pilling always texas pilling always ribeye pilling um shout out to parker man i love you parker great dude disclaimer unchained to sponsor the pod Not uh, because we like him yeah i mean we have a really light list i just go straight to shout outs here do you have any shout outs someone gave me a shout out we have quite a few we let's read the one um we were gifted a bottle of rabbit hole whiskey oh did you get it too yeah we were we were gifted that for he said he couldn't reach you uh it's it's in from full metal full metal yeah i just got can i read this one i i never read uh yes he was the one who gave us the rabbit hole recap the rabbit hole uh whiskey that we drank shout out to full metal anarchist yeah. Shout out to we had freaks gave us three bottles of whiskey to choose from for the for the yeah. I, was, I was just carrying that that rabbit hole whiskey around. I had the I, I had the uh the bottle on um I had one of the bottles on the bar unopened uh at like the lobby con bar, like at the lobby bar, and the bartender comes up to me and he goes, 
is there alcohol in there? I was like, yeah, it's an unopened bottle of whiskey. He's like, you can't have that on the bar. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just an alcoholic. So people just keep handing me bottles. <laughs> and he's like, that's awesome. And I think his response was like, that's awesome. Or whatever. Anyway, from Full Metal, Sub Freaks, I know there's a lot of noise out there and our future can seem uncertain and scary at times, but we are winning. Keep stacking, keep educating your friends and family on why they should be stacking too. And if they aren't ready yet, consider stacking some sats for them. Use the open source tools available to take back not just your financial sovereignty, but sovereignty of your data too. The crypto anarchist future is upon us. Buckle up. This is going to be a wild ride. Yeah. I talked to Full Metal Art uh, Anarchist for quite a bit too. Very, I met his wife as well. Pretty sure his wife. Either his wife or his girlfriend. Lovely couple, regardless. He was he was tucked. She's up. great. That was her wife. second year. Yeah, uh, they were tucked up. He was tucked up. They looked very good uh, that Saturday night of the conference. Um, thank you for the whiskey. It was delicious. I wound up polishing off the bottle, not by myself. Ever. People were taking swigs, but um, that did not go to waste. There was no no drop wasted there. Here we go. We got a shout out from some European plebs. Hi, Marty and Matt. We're a handful of European plebs and want to move to Texas, but the federal immigration laws are just nuts. No way we're spending uh, $1.8 million in U.S. cuck bucks on an EB-5 investor's visa. This is insane. Europe is going full 1984, and Texas seems to be the best place to be right now. Have you ever thought of starting a grassroots movement similar to Bitcoin Beach or the uh, Second Amendment sanctuaries movement. Uh, when does Texas start ignoring federal immigration laws? Uh, when does the local Bitcoin community start fighting to get the good people in? I find it so unfair that as freedom-loving, law-abiding people can't get into the U.S., but illegal immigration is rampant. It kills me, man. We just want to be left alone and be among like-minded people who don't think you're a fucking weirdo if you're a sovereign individual, want to raise a family, have a house, a garden, and carry a gun. Much love from Switzerland at the Bigga Picta, D-A-B-I-G-G-A-P-I-C-T-A. P.S. If you two want to get in touch. Okay, I can't. I Don't can't, read that part. I can't read that out loud. Uh, but shout <laughs> out to well you. Well played, Marty. Uh, the Bigga Picta. Um, if it makes you feel any better, you know, $1.8 million, what is that, like $80,000 in 1970 money? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't. I don't think I could really bring anything productive to this guy. Like, it sucks. I agree. I <laughs> wish you need anyone. Easier. Parker. Parker will be the one who could do yeah. this for you. Our previous, our previous talk about Parker is he's he's the chance. I'm sure he's working on it in some capacity, or at least has it in his mind. But yeah, like, it sucks. It, it is. I, I do agree. It is. I don't, I don't want to get political, but it is a little fucked up that like everybody's just like let all the illegal immigrants in, and like I just know of people. I was talking with a gentleman, Drew, the drive from Houston to Dallas. He was explaining his parents immigrated from India and it pisses them off that they had to go through the process and it took them years and a lot of hard work to do it the right way. And uh, it is annoying to see that, uh, especially on our southern border, people are just allowed to come in um, illegally and get sanctuary. Um, well, I mean, he could he could fly to Mexico and do it himself. Yeah, right. That may, honestly... If we're giving out advice here. I'm not giving, that's not my advice. It might I'm be not, Marty's advice. I'm not giving out advice either, <laughs> but honestly, probably the least lowest friction way. Like, that's a funny thing. Mexico's not that bad with the vaccine stuff. 
I don't think just so. In general, even if you you know don't want to illegally cross. Yeah, you think the cartels are going to start mandating Vax passports? I know, yeah. uh, like like the people. There's like a bunch of other countries you can choose. You have to like contact uh, uh, Katie, Katie the Russian, Plan B passports. Yeah, yeah. Contact Katie. You know, start with like a middle ground country. This is not advice. Start with a middle ground country, right? Like one of these ones you can like buy citizenship for cheap. And then you can just like wait it out. Like if, if, if we're right and Bitcoin goes up in price, you know, then all of a sudden you have all the bargaining power in the world. You just need like a, you just need to buy a little time. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a shitty situation. It was a shitty situation. Um, yeah. I can't offer that. Much. I honestly can't offer very good advice on this topic. I'm not an immigration uh, expert. Call Katie. Call Katie. Marty, been a minute since I reached out. Since it would be weird for me to pull you aside here at the conference, I'm using this shout out to let you know that you need to tone it down on the radicalization talk. As your FBI guy, I can assure you that the alphabet agencies are hypersensitive to it. You may think it that it doesn't matter or they'll never bother with me. Trust me, your friend Matt is right on this one. Just steer clear of language that will get you flagged. Love and peace, Marty's FBI guy, at FBI Marty's on Twitter. Um, I met him at Pit Black Boom. I left. Is he legit in the FBI? No. Okay. A spoiler. Not, not a letter. Yeah, I, uh, Matt and I talked about this in person. I'm not, uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to get on any list, especially now uh, that I'm on a, on the board of directors at a publicly traded company. It's you want to talk about that? Do we have any more shout outs? Yeah, we do. We can break it up though. We have one more. Okay, so let's talk about Fortress. Congratulations, uh, Marty. Thank You're, you. Uh, board of, on the board of directors of a publicly traded company. Thank you. Canada, you know, a secondary exchange market, not a In real Canada. Yeah, I'm just trying to be careful. Honestly, like this is all very new, very raw to me. I've uh, no insight. You can't like give information or whatever. I don't know what I'm allowed to say. What I will say is that I'm very happy to be on the board. Uh, it's public knowledge that Fortress has been working very closely with Great American Mining. We, this is public knowledge via the PR release that came out. I've been talking very closely with Roy Sabag, who's behind Bitfarms and Mene and a bunch of other companies that have been very successful. And we've been getting into deep philosophical talks about Bitcoin in the future and, and where we want to take um, uh, where how we want Bitcoin to succeed and, and Fortress being a, a way in which to bring that vision to fruition. And so I'm going to try and uh, help steer the ship there from from the board to to bring a, a, a Bitcoin focused publicly traded company to the market that's doing things right and in, in, in the ethos of Bitcoin, I think. That's all I'm comfortable saying, and it's not. Do they only do mining. Yes, right now. Um, so they're like a like kind of like a HUD eight or something, but smaller. Smaller, yeah. But HUD eight does their own operations while Fortress invests in others, right? Or does Fortress also do their own operations? Fortress does have their own four megawatt operation up in Washington State. Um, that's been up and running for a few cool. years. Do you yeah, know that's what the all. Canadian like SEC is called. Excuse me. Do you know what the Canadian SEC is called? No. Oh. 
I did have to fill out all their forms yesterday. I don't remember exactly. I was just curious. That's uh, well, anyway, congratulations, Marty. Well thank deserved. you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> a lot of, I, I, again, I don't know what I, I'm allowed to say, what I'm not allowed to say. I, I will just say that. I'm very but it's not a troll, right? It's not a troll. Uh, and uh, I, Like Marty joined the board of a company that has ESG in their bio, and it's not a troll. <laughs> it's not a troll. However, okay. just trust me when I say I have not been compromised. Uh, I think you guys will be happy with what goes on there. Um, we'll wait two weeks and reassess. Yes, yes. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. It'll be fun. Last shout out. This one's going to start some controversy. What's your favorite rare Pepe? I never got into them. I never, I mean, I had them gifted to me. If you go back, you listen to like, you still have them. Yeah, I still have, they're on an open dime. I have never opened the, like, they're probably worth a shit ton with the NFT craziness. I know. Should I, well, should I liquidate them or should I I mean, if you do, you shouldn't talk about it on air. Yeah. Um, So I said, Marty, blink three times. You've been compromised. Uh, he's going to like try not to blink for the rest of the episode. <laughs> um, the, yeah, I mean, I think, I, I think Rare Pepe, I mean, Rare Pepe, especially if you were around during those days, it was like a very funny theme. Uh, obviously, John Seth and Krista Rowe had Bitcoin. It destroyed their relationship. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Uh, I think just for that reason alone, it's a very entertaining <laughs> story. Uh, a very niche story in Bitcoin's history. Uh, they had an incredible podcast. I still talk to John. So I haven't heard anything from Chris Rose. I don't know what that dude's up to. Not that I talked to him that much, even when he was around. Um, yeah, I think the rare Pepe is cool. I like the Satoshi Nakamoto one, just because it's like actually not Satoshi Nakamoto. It's that Dorian Nakamoto guy that Newsweek right. tried to dox. Our boy Dorian. Yeah, I think that might be the most expensive one too. So that's maybe like me saying like I like fucking Charizard. It's my favorite. Pokemon. Do you have that one? Uh, no, I do not. It's like saying like your ba- favorite baseball players, like Mickey Mantle or like Babe Ruth yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, I guess that's what I, I, if I have to answer the shout out, that's what I'd say. Um, I do not have a favorite. I, I look, I understand like NFTs or like baseball cards or whatever, but like, I just rather own Bitcoin. Yeah, me too. That's the other thing too. It's like, everybody's like, Oh, Bitcoin's losing out on the NFT market. I'm like, have fun over there, little boys. We're going to go take Look, our energy market. Like, for most people, if they're not using privacy best practices, Bitcoin is the most valuable NFT. They, uh, we have, we have uh, every set is a non-fungible token. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I mean, the NFT craze is still blowing my mind still blowing my it mind. doesn't blow my it's i mean look bitcoin's been compared to these things like beanie babies like the nft craze is like beanie babies but that's not even a condensation like a condensation of them you know yeah condensation it's not water but but anyway um it's 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 like baseball cards right there it goes through magic remember magic the gathering when we were kids or whatever yeah um the black lotus that's like the most coveted and then what were those? Did you ever? Did you do you remember those like little things that you would? What were those called? Hogs? Do you know what I'm talking about? Hogs. I don't think they were called hogs. But anyway, there's like all these different collectibles that go through like different crazes or whatever. Um, so like it doesn't surprise me. Like if we live in a digital age, you're gonna have digital collectibles. Uh, I just they always go through boom and bust cycles, and they usually never recover. The individual things. So. What Pokemon? Buyer beware. It's like a cycle though, yeah. 
Eh. Yeah, Pokemon cards, they were worth a shit ton. Remember, people were paying like stupid money on them. Shoes, like sneakers, like limited edition sneakers. I have a buddy who just flips sneakers all the time. Yeah, I mean, people do it with Supreme Drops. They have like bots that that buy that shit up at price and sell it for four or five X on secondary markets. Yeah, I mean, uh, we can't deny there's markets for that stuff. Are they long lasting? Are they something? Yeah, are they something I want to focus on? No, not not personally. I've had rare Pepe's gifted to me. Have them on an open dime. I think they're cool. Just to be like, I had this like somewhat historical piece of of Bitcoin history. Um, What they have to figure out is like a way to like verifiably flex it on people, right? Because like. If I'm gonna buy expensive, like rare sneakers, it's so that, that like I I want to flex on someone and walk you know walk in wearing it or right or like like if you have if you have a rare Pokemon card you want to be able to play it in the deck you know to flex on someone you need yeah. to have uh, that's the other thing I don't even, I'm not I'm never I'm not a big flexer do we just sure. sound like boomers maybe I know I certainly do I own and boomer Uncle Marty I think it's just the nature of my being but. Yeah, no, it's again everything art is subjective. Value um, when it comes to art is subjective. I don't value it that much. Other people do. What I think about an NFT is I think it's like the certificate of authenticity, right? So, like, I have a Shaquille O'Neal basketball, right? And there's a certificate of authenticity that says this is like Shaquille O'Neal signed this in like this day in like '95 or whatever. Like the 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 record on the chain. Hopefully it's not on a shitcoin chain that you know is corruptible, but the record on the chain is like the certificate of authenticity of that collectible. Yeah. So it can still be inflated by Shaquille. Like Shaq can go and you know sign a bunch of more things, but it's it's certified that Shaq did it on this date and he signed this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And when I mean it's like like Gary V and the Paul brothers and all those types hocking it just indicators that should be going off in your, in your mind with that <laughs> all very successful people. So who am I to talk? Who knows? I mean, Gary, I Gary's a scammer, right? Ah, he's, isn't he like a, like a financial self-financial guru or something? Yeah. He's like a hustler guru. Are there any like self-finance gurus that aren't fucking scammers? Yeah, I don't know. Are we self- like if you could tell me how to be rich, like why aren't you just rich? I think he is rich, but he gets uh, he's got rich telling people how to get rich. Yeah, telling, telling people how to do like digital marketing. Vegas Dave, Dave Portnoy. I think Barstool came out with some NFTs, but I think it was just like as a test. I'll never forget December two thousand seventeen. Being on an email thread, pulled into an email thread as Bitcoin Marty. Like somebody was trying to convince Barstool to do an ICO. It's just like, no, you guys can barely keep a WordPress site up, let alone a fucking blockchain. Well, that's not required. You don't have to actually keep the site up to have a successfully scammed ICO. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, uh, These cycles happen. My boy Don Don has confirmed my bias about Gary. So we're good. He's a rent seeker. He's a rent seeker. Gary, if you ever want to come on, let me know. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hash it out. I don't oh, endorse yes. the message. 
software updates. Here we go. Simple Bitcoin Wallet version 2.0.5 has been released. Worst name in the space. Yeah. We Great project. Dad. Dad. Dad, I don't have time for this right now, okay? You just answer, put on speakerphone, but put Should on I? There. I don't know. It's your dad. Dad, we're recording RHR right now. You're on air. <laughs> Hello, Marty. <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. I'm just ripping it back from uh, the epic flood in Maniunk. The, uh, the town is literally underwater. It's insane. Yeah. I saw the uh, 611s underwater, too, or 676, yeah. excuse me. 676, uh, Conchahawk in the bridge, uh, that, that's a disaster. The whole, the whole, uh, the whole area is, is just suffering uh, from the lack of poor, poor drainage. Yeah, Schuylkill is like 15 feet over what it should be, right? Yep, yeah, all-time high, nuts. East Falls underwater, too? East Falls is uh, is somewhat safe. They're tougher, you know what I mean. They're a little more blue collar, so they're gonna they're gonna make it work. All right. All the fluff and manioc is in trouble. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, how's There's uh how's Delco? Is Delco dry? Delco is uh, Delco's dry. Uh, the Darby the Darby uh, Creek is uh you know that's behaving. Okay. All right, that's good. Thank you for the uh, the Philadelphia area flood update. We're gonna get back to the the regular scheduled programming. The RHR right, weather update. All right, Matt. Later. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, that was my father. Everybody doxed his voice. Um, we should have him do the weather update every week. <laughs> Dad, Dad called me for the weather update. Yeah, the floods, man. Shits. That was fantastic. I'm glad you did that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm glad like. it didn't fuck up the. We used to have the issue with the phones too close to the. Yeah, it's like Mike. Yeah, the um. Man, the floods are crazy, man. New York, Brooklyn's fucking murked, dude. <laughs> the subway scenes, the L, all that shit. Did you just see it just pouring through the subway, like the video clips or whatever? Yeah. All the infrastructure is just falling to pieces and the tax base has just escaped because anyone who's smart is not going to live in New York anymore. No. That's Ugh. fucked. The whole state is is going to have issues because the city's going to pull down the state with them. Yeah, the tax base is completely exiting the, uh, the state. So, um, Not great. Not great. Not great. We're going to get waves here on Tuesday, though, where I am. Looking forward to that. And if anybody out there listening has been affected by these floods, uh, yeah. pull up for you. I know it's... Uh, if we can help in any way, let us know. Yes, please do. Spreading information, connecting people with things, whatever it may be. Let if us you need know. Marty to gift you a rare Pepe, he'll do it. Yeah. Shade thrown... Ty, you're not an NYC Bitcoiner anymore. You're moving to Austin. We, we decided <laughs> over the weekend. I don't it's know so depressing. Talking. The NYC Bitcoiners, we keep posting like the the poll, like, have you left yet? Planning to leave, never coming back, whatever. And <laughs> so it's like the most depressing poll. Hey, when you fuck up a day, that's when you fuck up a city. People vote with their feet. It's happening now. Spectre desktop version 1.6.0 has been released. We're just going to tie this all back to Bitblock. It was so good to see Ben Kaufman uh over the weekend the bends the bends were out in full force 
Nah, um, fuck the Benz. I like Kaufman though. <laughs> What's your beef with the Benz? The other Benz? I don't know. They they need to stay humble. Yeah, they. Hey, car man. Watch your six, bro. Kaufman looked like he aged four years since I saw him in Miami. He's going for the facial hair look. Yeah, he's got the beard. He's got the beard. Bitcoin will do that to you. Bitcoin, you know, you just four months in Bitcoin, it's uh, it'll age you. Yeah. It's, try spending eight years here. I feel that's why I'm a boomer. <laughs> boomer, you were born a boomer. You came right out as a boomer. <laughs> Spectre Desktop 1.6 is out, and as well as Spectre Do It Yourself version 1.6. Do you think they're intentionally keeping the same uh, numbers? These versions? Uh, I mean, they came out back to back, same number. I mean, I guess it's just simplified, right? I uh, imagine they can do both. And anybody on the Spectre team wants to explain it, <laughs> please hop in. Seed Signer version 0.4.4 has been released. It was actually going to the YouTube comments. Uh, and the most recent one was somebody commenting on your episode uh, of Citadel Dispatch going over Seed Signer. said it was a very informative. So if you that's freak a good out, episode. haven't checked that out, go rip it. Thank you. Anything um, anything pertinent with this? New feature, smart scanning identifies item scanning. No. I don't know. I'm exhausted. I haven't looked through any of the release notes. I just put it on the list. <laughs> I put it on the list, and then I was like, I wonder if these numbers are the same for the same reason. <laughs> that's that's my takeaway. Uh, Blue Wallet version 6.2.4 has been released. A bunch of fixes, a couple add-ons. Nothing too crazy. They added lightning address support to send oh, to receive. That's pretty big. Yeah. Third bullet point of, of the release notes, lightning address send support has been added. Uh, cold card version 4.1.3 has been released. Enhances supporting import descriptors command and Bitcoin core. PSBTs and Bitcoin core yeah. support. Hell yeah. Translation, easy air gap PSBT operation with Bitcoin Core. That's pretty dope. Um, oh, yeah. Spectre added Taproot. Shout out Raj in the comments. Shout out Spectre. Taproot support when it goes live. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this seems pretty big. They're, they're removing the M-0-0 derivations from public.txt and address explorer since path is obsolete. Uh, cold card. Yes. So that probably... Uh, reduces confusion at least a little bit fix some bugs too if we're running a cold card again it's version one excuse me 4.1.3 it's been released consider updating make sure you're comfortable before doing so um check it out yeah lurk lurks in the comments telling us about the cold we just talked about the cold card update yeah lurk Freaks, we've been doing this for three years now. You don't think we have we have this down? I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. We already briefly mentioned this, but the Human Rights Foundation uh, is having a Bitcoin Academy for activists on October 4th and 5th in Miami. I regretfully had to decline an invitation from Alex Gladstein to come to this. It's going to be in the middle of my move. I'm bummed I'm missing it, but you will be there speaking. Um, doing demos. What do you plan on doing? So the workshop, there's, we have a whole Bitcoin Academy day full of workshops. So HRF has their annual Oslo Freedom Forum, which as the name would let you believe, it's in Oslo every year. 
Um, but due to COVID, everything happens in Miami now. Uh, so Oslo Freedom Forum is going to be in Miami. Um, and they, Gladstein championed the idea of adding another day to the, to the event that is the Bitcoin Academy. And it's going to be for activists um, and dissidents and, and try and educate them on, on Bitcoin best practices. There's going to be workshops on like multi-sig, um, accepting donations, uh, privacy best practices, spending your Bitcoin without KYC, things like BitRefill. Um, I'm sure I missed a bunch of other things, but my part of the workshop is I'm going to be working with Evan Kaloudis and Janine. Um, Janine's going to be remote, but I'm going to be working with Evan and Janine and we're going to be doing a privacy workshop. <coughs> Bitcoin privacy workshop. Just lost my voice there temporarily. Hell yeah. Shout out to the Human Rights Foundation, Alex Gladstein specifically, I think. MVP or like one of the MVPs out there, man. If any anybody's like really trying to lean into, we need to get him on Rogan. We will, Joe. I know you're listening to this, Joe. Joe Rogan. I know you're listening. I know you're recovering from COVID right now because you took ivermectin. But he we also took you. like everything else. Yeah, <laughs> he took a Z pack. He took an antibacterial <laughs> Z pack or whatever. People are pissed that he's public about like recovering so quickly, but these drugs work. And he was vaccinated too. He he was double vaxxed. It was double vaxxed. He still got it. And then the therapeutic drugs help him get over it much quickly. I think much it was more quickly than he otherwise would have. Just fucking take the therapeutic job drugs. It worked for me. It worked for Joe Rogan. It could work for you too. We're going to get everybody on Rogan. Don't worry, Sterling Greer. <laughs> uh, no, we do need to get him on Rogan. Um, but the he'd be the best one on Rogan. And again, this is like one of the biggest knocks is that, that you still see is Bitcoiners only care about the price. And I think Alex is just like the perfect example of an individual who just focuses on freedom money and, and freedom technology and stays away from like price talk and really highlights the he loves price talk. <laughs> the revolutionary nature of the protocol. He's just really good at the freedom talk too. Yeah, the the, the freedom talk's good. I feel like I should just talk like this for the rest, of, every time, every time we record. I think I should just do the show with your dad. <laughs> it was great to get my dad, Marty Senior, on the show. He's a he's a legend. He's a Philly legend. He's he, I think I I would imagine he's literally just driving around the Philadelphia area to check things out. What the hell's going on, Maniac? Ah. That's the other thing. Like seeing all this flood stuff, I'm so happy I'm not in like a ma a massive city right now, particularly like New York and Philly, because there's like oh all that flood and all the trash. Like I can't imagine the stink after all that just like goes I'm away. I'm done with cities. Period. I'll I'll visit. Somebody said Nick Carter had a great Twitter Spaces the other day. Is this true? Were you there? Oh, it was a Bitcoin Magazine Twitter Spaces. Yeah, I think it was, why should your money uh, depend on energy? Or I was not there. I couldn't make it. I was recovering from uh, BitBlock Boom. Yeah, I I couldn't make it either, but I did see the topic was... It, it was it was energy fund topic. Why should money cost energy or like something yeah. like that? Um, speaking of which, we I, I threw this on the end of the list because I was just watching it. Before um, we met here and congregated for Rabbit Hole Recap this week, but uh, Lynn Alden debated that dude from, uh, what the hell, Digiconomist. Did you watch it? The yeah, guy who has like the prolific FUD piece? Yeah. Digiconomist? Yeah, I watched half of it. She destroyed him. 
Uh, Does that publication have to to do anything besides just that one FUD piece on Bitcoin? Like, it just seems like a bullshit site. uh, Apparently, they have like data too. Energy. Um, Well, how can you trust their data if that's what they say about Bitcoin? I mean, that's what. Well, that's one thing. Nick Nick has a vendetta against (laughs) Digiconomist people, and this guy particularly. And he's like on a deep dive into the the uh, what's the word? What's the phrase I'm looking for? The Give me a second here. Like the the way in which they did the research, and it's just completely flawed. The way in which they're deriving their end conclusions from the data they're they're um, taking in. So you can go find content of Nick dumping on that, and then we're going to link to this YouTube debate. It's an hour long. Uh, one of the editors of the Economist moderated. It was a debate. <laughs> Uh, the actual economist, not the digi economist. No, the economist, yeah. The um the uh the fiat paper um <laughs> or magazine, whatever it is. But uh no, it's very good. I've actually been on a panel with this guy earlier in April. There was some like virtual conference and it was me and him and Wit Gibbs from Compass Mining and we me and this Alex DeVere's guy got into I was just like, You're wrong, dude. You're anti human. Like I was very very uh very divisive is 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 the term i would use it's very confrontational it's probably a better term actually with him taking him head on lynn is just much more diplomatic and just stays to the facts stays on the facts and just dunked on him and his like physiognomy and and posturing and it just it doesn't exude strength he does not seem like a strong man Lynn came out much stronger in this this debate. I highly recommend you guys check it out. Uh, you can go search it on YouTube, but we'll have the links in the show notes to debate crypto versus the environment, even though it was mainly about Bitcoin. I think they, they delved into like POS versus POW and Ethereum and all that shit too. Um, Justin is uh, in the comments. Is is? Oh, uh, yeah. Earth- did you, did you pay attention to this? He's asking your thoughts about the comments that the Mozilla Foundation and W3C said about... Uh, yeah, so I did pay attention to this. Like ION or some... Like W3C is the consortium of a bunch of companies that make up the standards for the internet protocol, like what gets standardized, what doesn't. They, they come and they vote and all that. And so uh, I only know him as Digital Daniels, his name. I forget his last name. He's like CSU Wildcat, and he's been working on the digital ID stuff, uh, the open source ION protocol, which would bring leverage data or anchor data, excuse me, into Bitcoin's blockchain to, to create this digital identification network. I don't know if I'm completely sold on it. Regardless, that doesn't matter about this particular topic. So they were, um, I believe, Ion was was positioning themselves to to get included in uh, this internet protocol standardization process, and they got shot down at first. Like if you go read Shinobi's thread, it makes it look like the whole W three uh, C consortium shot it down. But apparently, they came out and had a tweet uh, after all the drama and said, "Hey, it wasn't the whole consortium; it was one member of the consortium that that dissented." Um, about the inclusion of this and no final decision has been made but it it did sort of highlight an interesting point of control when it comes to the standardization of the internet which is this whatever fuck them w3c yeah so like the point is like and shinobi made his thread is that like if you want to 
have Bitcoin as like the native payment layer and like to fulfill the 402 error code um, specification, like, you're going to have to go through this standardization process and get included in that way, which is something I didn't even realize. I thought you just like plug and play and just do it without asking permission. Um, but it seems like there is a standard. No, the web's board. a centralized hellhole. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny too, because like the Ethereum Foundation is part of this consortium. Of course uh, they are. People setting the standards and. I wonder if there's a conflict of interest there. Of course there is. <laughs> but it's not just a conflict of interest. I mean, uh, I mean, you said this from the very beginning, right? Like it's an uphill battle with the energy FUD. And uh, it's just yeah, that's, been, so uh, that's the reason why they it's going to exist for a while. Out. You yeah. know, like they, they, they the even Marty, he joined a company that has ESG. <laughs> the uh, the dissent was the justification for the dissent was that Bitcoin consumes too much energy or uses. You don't consume energy. You they insinuated that there's alternatives that we could use that offer the same benefits of Bitcoin without the energy consumption, which is just Bullshit. completely wrong. But I don't think it was a lie. I think it was, uh, you know, ignorance. Uh, yeah, ignorance. It, it was a lack of understanding. And I, I think they're just the people are going to get woken up about it over time as they get burned yeah um you know and uh that, that that's that's just how it is did you see also to yesterday or today um apple announced their new identity initiative which despite what all of the quote-unquote blockchain proponents will let you believe um the easiest identity solution is what Apple uh, Apple is suggesting. They have like seven states that are participating in it so far. And they just have you take a picture of your driver's license and then flip it over and take a picture of the back. And then it's in your, you know, your Apple wallet or whatever on your phone. And they have TSA certification. So you can just um, like tap your phone or have your phone's QR code. I think it's NFC based. So you just tap. Mm -hmm. I um, imagine that's what Apple Pay works on. Right. And then you just, you, you incorporate that with the Vax Pass. Huh. And most Americans will just go through that centralized option. Like you don't need a blockchain for that. On another note, we also got tagged a bunch in this. I was trying to stay off of Twitter, but I noticed the notifications and it was just hilarious. Uh, I think our boy Hector like was like, oh, you got to get these blockchain experts, uh, Matt O'Dell and Marty Bent to consult on this. Uh, the I think it was the WEP. No, it was the WHO. The World Health Organization um, is proposing a global blockchain-based uh, vaccine passport that Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is a sponsor of. Um, so yeah, that is probably coming as well. They'll be competing with Apple, uh, and uh, I think New York New York City's vaccine passport. Um, Celsior. Which I'm no, no. So there's two. I'm I'm refused to comply with either. Um, so I I'm not positive which one is which. But New York State's one is the Excelsior Pass, mm -hmm. and then New York City has their own. And I think New York City's is quote unquote blockchain based. Um, whatever oh. that means. Hey. It's definitely not the Bitcoin blockchain. They're innovating. They're innovating. Uh, our boy Bitcoin Airlog, aka John Carvalho. Um, oh, we got to meet his cousin in Bitblock Boom. That was dope. I yeah, like that, he was, dude. He was one of those individuals who I was up very late with uh, very few hours before my... I love you, John, but I like your cousin better. Ha! Uh, he's saying you don't need a blockchain for 
DIDs, digital identification, um, and you don't need W3C to bootstrap your design. I would agree with that. I don't know how I feel about digital IDs. I don't know if I want, I like using uh, like nodes, lightning nodes, particularly as- That's a, that's a digital yeah, ID. As NIMS, I know, but like- as The a, thing about IDs is IDs exist as a part of a social contract, a social construct, right? It's, it's the whole point of an ID is that it's a group of people deciding that this is how you're recognized, right? Um, so you do need a place to verify that information and anchor that information and prove authenticity of that information. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the Bitcoin blockchain is the best place to do that. It's the most expensive place to do that, but it's also the most immutable place to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I like the, I, I, I think hopefully where we're going is a place of disposable identities which is like the idea of like lightning node pub, public keys or public key, private key cryptography in general, right? Yeah. You just have like different reputations. If you're trying to build up reputation somewhere, you're going to need to keep it. Yeah. Otherwise you won't have reputation, right? Yeah. Like you can't disposable, you can't just keep disposing of it. Otherwise you have no reputation whatsoever. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. No, that makes sense to me. Um, no, I think we're on the same page on this. So... Yeah, be aware. Beware, freaks. It's uh and again, like I, I like Daniel, CSU Wildcat. I don't trust Microsoft at all. Like, I'm sorry. There's just I don't trust Bill Gates. I don't trust Microsoft. We haven't noticed. <laughs> hey, I haven't talked about Bill in a while and his mad pits. Your boy Bill. First <laughs> first name basis. Yeah. Um, all right. There's some funny conspiracy theories going on in the chat. Can we talk about them? I mean, you can talk about whatever the fuck you want, Marty. I said it earlier. I, I'll never censor you. <laughs> Ethereum is a Goldman Sachs project. Vitalik is a hardcore Freemason. People are going to get wrecked by those guys. Vitalik is part of the SafeNet forum, and he is a Freemason. Hangs out with Freemason Ashton Kutcher. That's why he's handed. Ashton Kutcher likes Ripple. Major Ripple proponent. I just want to look. Too I don't know about the Freemason thing. That yeah. to me, that just. Like Vitalik is a scammer. It just sounds, the Freemason thing sounds to me like. Uh, giving him too much credit. It's like Blockstream is a Bilderberg group or whatever. Yeah, Bilderberg. Yeah. Are we Childerberg? What does that mean? Like we're Childerberg. We're like the, the opposite of Bilderberg. Like we're just do all the talking <laughs> up and we're pretty chill people. I guess so, Marty. <laughs> Great dad joke. Uh, for a slow week, this has been a fun one. This has been a good riff, rip. You want to riff on uh, anything else before we wrap yeah, up? Yeah, I felt bad. Um, we successfully uh, raised 24 million sats for open source development through donations to OpenSats, which I'm a founding board member of. Um, and 12 million of those sats was through the pin sales of the pins, but I didn't give BTC pins a shout out, so... If you like what he's doing, you should go to btcpins.com. I did feel bad about that afterwards. I got shamed on Twitter. So, As you should have. As you should have. I know, but I've shielded him multiple times, and he's my boy. So I, you know, I don't feel that guilty about it. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry, as Marty would always say. Sorry, not sorry is right. Um, you see what Ty me? said? Childerberg is an actual event in Texas. Boss. 
I thought of it first. They need to pay me uh, some royalty. You right didn't think that. of it first. If it's an actual event, I'm saying it for years. Apparently, Jack Dorsey was adding Bisque. I remember that. Like somebody was like, "Would you integrate Bisque for the?" Oh, it's because he was talking about his D5 decentralized D5. exchange. Yeah, yeah. Jack, Loki based. I would say. You know, Twitter's got its problems, but I think Jack's. Do you remember what I said last week, right? When we talked about it. Square was the ones who sued them into switching their name to yeah. Bisque because it was yeah, Big Square before. This was on stage, yeah. <laughs> Bit Square. I like Bisque. I like Bisque. Bit Square is a better name. Yes. Uh, Bisque is a soup. That's true. Bit Square, <laughs> you know exactly what it is. Yeah. It's like a decentralized square to sell Bitcoin. Yeah. Buy Bitcoin. Uh, maybe it'll give you it have back. Like the, is like the garbage truck like pulling up right now? Yeah, there's something going on. Somebody's getting furnished or something. I'm right by like the uh the uh the fisher like the the fishing ports here, so maybe somebody backing up taking some fish somewhere. Um I'm sorry if that's annoying freaks. It's okay, we're used to it at this point. What do we think? Uh soon you'll be in your Austin Citadel and you won't have this issue. Well, we're gonna get a studio. We're gonna do it right, freaks. We're gonna do it right. Um what else are we gonna do? What else are we gonna do? Should we talk about like dystopian futures? Playing out sure, real Marty. time. What's going on in Australia, New Zealand, or anything like that? So the Australia news that broke, I was trying to find a source for it. I think it's from April, and I don't think it's getting passed. But I, I do see that as happening as, like, that, that's going to happen more and more. Yeah. And the news yeah. we're talking about is this idea of uploading ID to open a social media account and police having access to that ID and your social media accounts. So basically KYC for all social media accounts. Yeah, which is kind of we've already been leaning into it a little bit, but it's mostly been coming from the corporate side. Um, you know, Facebook requiring real names. Um, I think I saw Nifty Nay was talking about it. she was running her, she's helping her dad's side hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, she's running his business Instagram account, and they wanted a 3D selfie to prove that you're a real person. What's a 3D like, selfie? What the hell you know, is like, going on right now? You have to like take the phone and like put it all around you to get like a full scan of your, it's like what Binance does to people. Um, is it separate pictures or is there like an app that like, well, they take like a video of your face, you know, and like you, you like move it around and shit. You're such a boomer sometimes. I know. Well, I'm sorry for I don't know what's going on. They must be like, it's okay. It's not horrible. It must be like putting a boat in the ocean or something (laughs) or the bay. I don't know what's going on over there, but it's, I've never heard this noise. It's starting freaking me out. It's foreign noise here. Um, but yeah, that's where it's going, right? Twitter like bans accounts if you don't have a phone number, basically. Um, and then they like force you to give a phone number to do it. And sometimes they block certain burner numbers. Um, that's that's where it's going. That's where all this shit's going. They're trying to break anonymity online. Um, and this is what we should have expected. This is what's always the plan. There, there's going to be a fight uh, before you know they let everyone use the internet in a freedom-preserving way. Agreed. Agreed. Again, it hasn't stopped. Let's just wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. But freaks, be aware. Be aware. The uh, the despots of the world, those who would like to control you, are trying to take more and more. That's why we like to meet here every Thursday talk about how we can preserve our freedom in the digital age bitcoin is a very potent tool to be able to do that we love you guys i love you matt it was great to see you in person i love you marty i look forward to seeing you again very soon love your freaks stay on one stack sets all right peace and love